Hello, everybody. Welcome to this call. My name is Scott Colby, and you're in for a real treat. We've got a special guest, Craig Valentine. He's the creator of Turbulence Training, as well as his new Turbulence Training Home Abdominal Workout DVDs. We'll mention uh, a little bit about those later on in the call. And I titled this call, How to Get a Flat Stomach and Six-Pack Abs, just because Craig did just come out with these DVDs. And these are really the types of questions that Craig and I get the most, are how to lose belly fat, how to get six-pack abs, how to, you know, firm your lower abdominal section. So we're going to answer as many uh, of those questions as we can on this call. So I asked you to ask some questions, and we got some great questions um, over the last couple of days. Now, if you are listening live and still need your question answered, if you're listening through the webcast on your computer, there's a space right there at the bottom for you to type in your question. You can go ahead and do that at any point in this call. We may get to it. We may not. We've got a bunch of uh, questions already have been submitted that we're going to try to get through as many as we can. Now, I want you to stay on for this entire call because I actually uh, alluded to it in my email earlier today. I have a special bonus um, for those of you who stay on towards the end of the call um, and take some action. So I want you to uh, stay on and listen to all the great information that we're going to share with you. Uh, just for those of you who may not be familiar with Craig, probably everybody's heard of him, but I'll give you a brief introduction. He's a strength and conditioning coach out in Toronto. Uh, of course, he's the author of Turbulence Training, and he's a men's health magazine training expert. He also has a, uh, a website, a membership site called TT Members. You can find out more information about that at ttmembers.com. There you get access to all of Craig's Turbulence Training workouts and video clips for men and women who want to lose body fat with uh, body weight and dumbbell-only exercises. And as I said at the beginning, Craig has just released his Turbulence Training Home Abdominal Workouts uh, on DVD. And I've actually been going through some of these workouts myself. I, I just finished uh, one of his, uh, his intermediate workouts, and it worked up a great sweat. So I can share with you my experience uh, with his workouts. But he's gotten some great results with a lot of his online coaching clients. And, uh, Craig, welcome to this call. Thanks, Scott. Yeah, appreciate you being here, and uh, we've got a lot of questions that have come in, so let me, let's me let get started. The first uh, question I wanted to get to you, Craig, it's kind of a general question, but I think it'll be a, um, a good question to start with, and it'll give the listeners a little bit of an overview of your diet philosophy and your uh, workout philosophy. So the question came from Adele, and it's uh, from Egypt, Cairo. And Adele said, I can't overcome the belly fat, although I'm doing the suitable nutrition and working out from two to three times weekly. So that's not much information, Craig, but maybe you can kind of share some of your nutrition and workout philosophy to help Adele out. Sure. Well, I mean, you know, number one, the number one thing is we have to be very honest with ourselves as to what we're really doing, as to how great the nutrition is and how uh, effective our workouts are. But, you know, so let's talk about the workouts first because that's what, you know, I've known for the most. And so we want to do what I call short burst workouts. We want to do um, three workouts per week, structured workouts. That's very important. So your structured workouts, so you're going in and you know, you know what you're doing. 
And that's very important because a lot of people make the mistake of not having a workout when they go into the gym and then, or even when they go into their basement or wherever they're working out, and that's where the trouble starts because they just don't have enough go, you know, uh, to go with. So that's a big thing. Um, and then what we want to do, again, what's called short burst workouts and not long, slow cardio workouts. We want to do body sculpting, resistance training, and fat-burning interval training. And we talk about that quite a bit in my articles and my um, you know, I'm always talking about that because I'm always looking up the latest research on that and the short burst interval training and different ways you can do it without any equipment. And so that's the most important thing is we get those three structured workouts in. And then we want to also make sure that we're staying active on our off days. Now, that doesn't mean you have to go and do cardio. It simply means you have to keep yourself off the couch. And, and really, if you're staying active for 30 minutes to an hour per day, that's 30 minutes to an hour when you're not going to be and, and to be honest with you, that's one of the hidden but important components of the off-day activity, in addition to health, in addition to mobility, but also that you keep your hand out of the cookie jar, which is often a big problem for people at night. So, you know, if you work all day and you come home and you want to sit down on the couch for a couple hours, I understand the draw, but I also want you guys to be aware of the problems that that runs into. So even just... 30 minutes of activity, whether it's 30 minutes of yoga, whether it's 30 minutes of walking with a friend, all that type of stuff, very important, again, to keep you out of trouble with the nutrition aspect. And so that's what you're going to do. You're going to do three structured workouts, total body workouts, and those are going to increase what I call your lean mass metabolism. Those are really the only things that can in- increase your metabolism is, is increasing your lean mass. I mean, it's nice to say that, you know, um, eating a lot of protein is going to significantly increase your your metabolism, but I don't really think that it's going to make a huge difference. So that type of stuff is important. And then also pushing yourself with the right intensity in the workouts is also very important, making sure that you're not just going in there and staying within your comfort zone. So it's important that you're doing uh, something that's going to push you all the time. And so that's the other component of the workouts. Now with the nutrition, I want to keep things as simple as possible. Now with the workout stuff, it was also very simple. Three workouts, quick. Resistance training, interval training, done. Nothing super fancy. Basic exercise is very important. But with the uh, nutrition, we also want to keep the same sort of mentality. We want to keep it simple. I call my nutrition approach the simple nutrition approach. Basing your diet on raw fruits and vegetables or cooked fruits and vegetables, of course, is fine too. But, you know, fruits and vegetables and some raw nuts in there as well. An ounce or two of raw nuts per day as your snacks uh, in between meals. And basically, it's a large volume of food because it's high calorie or low calorie, high nutrient, and fiber rich foods, and that's the basis of your diet. And then from there, you can go and add, you know, dairy if you want to, or meat if you want to. But again, you're going to get most of your calories, or the most of your uh, satisfying foods from fruits and vegetables. And you can add some grains if you want to. But again. If you have that foundation, you're generally not going to overeat your calories, and so you don't have to be very obsessive-compulsive about counting your calories. You have to just eat real food and avoid uh, processed foods, avoid foods in a bag or a box, and really, that's about it. Now, it doesn't matter really if you space your meals out, uh, six meals or five meals or four meals or three meals. doesn't matter a lot, um, but really, you just have to find what suits your personality and your schedule. And so that's just as important as opposed to force-feeding yourself or forcing yourself to stick to a schedule. So 
you know, I'm not someone who says you have to eat breakfast as soon as you get up because if someone's not hungry as soon as they get up and they force feed themselves calories, that's really kind of going to get in their way of their daily calorie intake. So we don't want to overdo that mentality of getting the multiple meals in. Although I, I will agree with, with most people who, who believe that multiple meals is better, but again, only if it suits your personality and your schedule. It's not something that has to be forced into your lifestyle. So that's important to understand, but really the bottom line is that simple nutrition aspect of eating simple foods, you know, one-ingredient foods, which is really just making sure that you're not eating stuff with added chemicals and adding ingredient, you know, a laundry list of ingredients first and foremost. Obviously, you're going to get into some stuff, like you know, if you eat a couple of slices of bread per day, you're probably going to get into something that has five ingredients there. And uh, a good book for nutrition, very simple book, is called Food Rules by Michael Pollan. And uh, I base a lot of my stuff off his stuff and also the research, but also he's just really articulated it very well. And he has a seven, he has what I call the seven word diet, which is eat food, not too much, mostly plants. And you really can't break uh, nutrition down into anything better than those seven words. So, I mean, when he says food, he means real food and, you know, not meal replacements out of a package and not lean cuisine stuff. I mean, that's not really food, the stuff that's been processed and rendered. I mean, real food is talking about fruits, vegetables, nuts, meat, eggs. That stuff is real food. And then, again, not too much. Couldn't be any simpler. Don't eat too much. And then mostly plants. You really want to focus on the, the plant aspect. Again, what I call my simple nutrition is the fat loss foundation of fruits, vegetables, and, and raw nuts. So that's pretty much I hopefully you'll agree, a simple way of looking at losing fat. And, uh, you know, then there's just some details that we have to get into in terms of, you know, what a person's individual diet is going to be. But that's pretty much it. Yeah, that that's really awesome, uh, Craig, and a great overview of your workout and diet philosophy. And, and the reason I like talking to you and interviewing you is because I share most, if not all, the same philosophies as you. I try to break things down really simple to my readers and listeners uh, with the workout, doing a lot of body weight stuff, working out your body the way it's meant to move uh, with some pretty good intensity, um, including resistance training and interval training. And, of course, the diet, I think, is where a lot of people get hung up on different rules. And I know you agree with me as far as keeping things simple. And it's funny, that, uh, we were both speaking at Joel Marion's Transformation Domination conference recently and uh you know i gave a whole talk on workouts but i gave one diet tip at the end and uh i said you know i know you've heard a lot of great talks from the dietitians here but here's my simple tip for you is to count your ingredients not your calories uh and sharing the philosophy of eating single ingredient or near single ingredient type foods uh, when you count your ingredients like that, you're not going to have a whole lot of ingredients to count, and so it's going to be pretty simple. And the take-home message, that really um, resonated with a lot of people. You know, a lot of people even commented more about that simple diet tip than my entire workout presentation because it was like it was a way to look at eating that they had never thought about. So that's why I really like your simple nutrition plan. Um, and that leads me to my next question, Craig, and I, I uh, mentioned this to you in an email that I wanted to uh, just briefly mention about fruit. Um, and I used to get a lot of questions about fruit, like, you know, should you 
be eating fruit if you want to lose weight. The people were worried about the sugar in the fruit. And uh, on my Facebook fan page, I, what I do, Craig, is I do a new a uh, nutrition challenge of the week each week. And so this week's nutrition challenge of the week uh, is eating five servings of fruit each day. And I got a few comments um, from people. One person said, is this too much sugar? Somebody else said, I thought you weren't supposed to eat fruit if you were trying to lose weight. Uh, and then a third person said, wow, that's a lot of fructose. I try to limit myself to two to three servings because of the natural sugars. My response is, hey, fruit is, has so many vital, vital uh, minerals and, and nutrients for your body, um, and I've never heard of anybody becoming overweight <laughs> for eating too much fruit. So what's your uh, philosophy on fruit, Craig? Yeah, I mean, I'm probably close to almost 10 servings a day of fruit. You know, when if I break it down in my morning blender drink alone, I have one banana, then I have a serving of raspberries or strawberries and a serving of blueberries. So I'm at three servings right there. And then I have an apple probably an hour later. And then I'll probably uh, have a little bit more fruit in the afternoon. And usually I have an orange and half a grapefruit. And then maybe later on at night I'll have another banana. So I guess maybe not ten, but I'm definitely over five. And, again, I'm over five, uh, five servings before 10 a.m., and really, there's just so much fiber in fruit that it really slows down the absorption of, you know, the, the fruit sugars into your diet. And there's just, again, it's that high volume of food for low calories. I mean, just, just imagine trying to eat 10 apples in a day. You just simply couldn't. That would be 1,000 calories at most. Uh, you'd be full all day long. You wouldn't even, you probably wouldn't even be able to do more than six or seven apples in a day. You probably just wouldn't be able to, to add more calories. And so, you know, really, five servings of fruit, when you compare the amount of fructose in five servings of fruit, it's still well below what you're going to get from eating junk food like so, like a large soda. So it's really not that something to be concerned about. And if you take a look, you just go and Google fruit sugar, uh, you know, fructose. Um, from fruit and, and to, to see the amount and see what scientists talk about. Whenever they talk about the dangers of high fructose corn syrup and the like, they always, you know, in, not always, but in many, in many articles, they also say that, you know, you're not going to ever have to worry about that with, you know, consuming it from fruit. So really, it's a non-issue. And again, exactly like what you said, there's nobody out there that I know that is having any sort of issue with body fat because they eat too much fruit. And by that, I mean, like, no one is, is, is overweight because they eat fruit. And so that's very important to understand. And really, you know, you don't have to eat five servings a day. Three servings is pretty good, but you, you definitely want to make sure that you're getting over five servings of fruits and vegetables combined. And I think that's really, really low recommendation. You should probably be looking at double digits. And again, serving a fruit is really just a medium-sized apple. If you eat a large apple, it's probably one and a half servings of fruit, and uh, it will, you know, you'll serve, your fruit servings will add up pretty quickly. And also, again, it will help you maintain uh, a very satisfied, you know, feeling over the course of the day. You're not going to be, um, you're not going to be hungry all the time if you're having fruit as your snack. So, fruits and raw nuts, both of those people just can't. Um, there's just been so much information out there that, you know, you shouldn't eat nuts because of the fat content and you shouldn't eat fruit 
because of the sugar content. But I've covered research studies in my podcasts that I do showing that all the research studies that have taken a look at adding nuts to your diet or adding fruit to your diet, all of them show no weight gain, and most of them are associated with weight loss. So you simply can't go wrong by adding fruit to your to your program, to your diet. Yeah, Craig, when I was reading your um, Simple Nutrition for Fat Loss that came with the DVDs, you had quoted a study from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, and uh, the researchers there put subjects into two low-fat diet groups, but one group ate more fruits and vegetables than the other group, and the group that ate more fruits and vegetables after the one year was up ended up losing more weight than the other group. So, that's Yeah, and, and to, just to add to that, Scott, they, added, they uh, mentioned that the reason was because they were just satisfied from the fruits and vegetables that they ended up eating fewer calories than the people mm-hmm. who were on the low-fat diet that didn't eat more fruits and vegetables. Very cool. Well, that's a good answer, and I hope this clears up any confusion uh, for the listeners about whether or not it's okay to eat a lot of fruit. Um, I wanted to get to Nancy from Albany. She said, I'm a 49-year-old woman who has been following the turbulence training outline for two years. My diet is good. I I cleanse once biweekly, eating fruits and water for two-week intervals. Then I resume my regular diet, which does not include any white flour, sugar, carbonated drink, uh, or carbonated drink products. However, my core, uh, my stomach is still fat and is just plain ugly. What am I doing wrong? Well, that's, that's a tough question to answer because, you know, there's so, so many questions. You know, what's her version of, uh, you know, how much fat is there and, you know, how much progress has been made in a long time. And, and uh, it'd be interesting to get a few more details on the diet. I didn't quite fully understand how it's all going down. But, you know, let's look back at the first answer that I had to the question tonight about, you know, my basic philosophy. And and uh, in addition to the intensity, we always want to make sure we're changing the program, which it sounds like she probably is if she's using the turbulence training system. So you definitely want to make sure that you're changing the program every three to four weeks as you get more advanced. So if she's advanced and been using the system, maybe three weeks, you might want to switch up her program every three weeks instead of four weeks. That might be something that will kickstart some results. Um, in addition, we uh, will want to really, really take a look at that diet. I mean, it's it's really kind of tough to uh, to analyze it right now without seeing everything that's being consumed on a regular basis. But she does, you know, make a great point that she's doing really well with it. So maybe it's just a change in the program a little more frequently that is going to help. Um, you know, as long as she's Making sure that uh, consuming lots of water, that's another thing that we talk about in the simple nutrition. You know, women that were only consuming a liter of water per day were not losing uh, weight. And then when they added another liter of water, I think it was, or some more water, then they started to get the results as well. Um, So there's there's some things to definitely take a look at, but it's it's the kind of thing where you'd have to really sit down with somebody and, and review everything on a real step-by-step, meal-by-meal basis, and that sort of thing. So hopefully maybe just the simple tip of changing things every three weeks will help her continue her progress there. Yeah, that's what, that was my first thought, uh, Craig, when I looked at She said she had been following your workouts for two years. I'm just wondering if, she, uh, if maybe she needs to advance into some more difficult routines. Who knows if she's staying on the same 
level, workout, you know, intensity level all two years or not. Um, and if she is, then maybe I would recommend, you know, Craig has some more advanced routines. I would recommend maybe picking up the intensity. And I know, Craig, when I was doing, I actually did one of your workouts today, and we were doing um, closed grip push-ups, and you said if you could do more push-ups, go ahead and do more than the number that you prescribed. So perhaps, uh, you know, just make sure, Nancy, that you're pushing yourself to, you know, almost your uh, to your full potential there just to make sure you're getting the most out of your workouts. That was my first uh, thought. Let's see. Heidi um, says, hi, I have a very sensitive stomach. Therefore, many stomach exercises cause me quite a deal of pain to get the results I want. I do crunches and sit-ups. Ow. So it sounds like she's uh, having pain doing crunches and sit-ups. So I know you might have uh, something to say about that, Craig. But she does crunches and sit-ups, which cause some pain. Uh, planks, and I believe they're called pull-ups, which are the least painful. Uh, and, oh, yes, sit-ups on the exercise pole. But I just cannot uh, put my all into it like I can for the other exercises I do for the rest of my body. Do you have any suggestions? I'm so frustrated. Oh, to be 30 and rock hard again, even 35. Help. Thank you in advance for any helpful advice that you have to offer. Sounds like Heidi's having some pain doing some of these uh, traditional abdominal uh, exercises, Craig. Yeah, and so, you know, the great thing is that I don't think that they're necessary. Um, you know, again, if you want to have flat, sexy abs, you know, crunches and sit-ups are pretty much way down on the list of, like, 75 out of the, you know, the top 75 things you can do. So it's very, very low on your, on your list of things you can do. You want to make sure that you're doing a total body resistance training workout, you want to make sure that you're doing interval training to burn belly fat, and you want to make sure that your nutrition is in place to help you keep the belly fat off and to burn the belly fat. So, I mean, that, those are the three most important things we need to do. Now, when it comes to the abdominal exercises, I use what is called total body abdominal exercises, and none of them involve crunches. Some of them involve the stability ball, um, the more advanced ones like the stability ball jackknife, stability ball rollout, stability ball plank. Those exercises are, are obviously involving the ball and are more difficult. Um, but, again, those don't get, you know, we don't spend 30 or 40 minutes on that type of stuff. We don't spend 30 or 40 minutes on, barely spend 30 or 40 minutes on the entire workout, um, let alone uh, the abdominal portion, which is only about five to seven minutes of the entire workout. And we're also using uh, an exercise like mountain climbers and uh, cross-body mountain climbers, and we also use plank and side plank as our basics for our beginners. So really, that's the kind of stuff we'd move into. Um, one thing that most people don't know is, you know, when I was reading Dr. Stuart McGill's books, is that he recommends that everyone be able to hold a plank for two minutes before they, um, you know, not before they move on to anything else, but he recommends that as a measure of healthy abdominal endurance and low back uh, safety. So if you guys are listening to this call and you are not able to do a plank for two minutes straight with proper form, then you definitely want to spend time on that exercise, side plank as well, and then, you know, move on into stability ball plank, which Men's Health Magazine says works the abdominals 30% harder than a regular plank. So obviously that's a more advanced one. But those are the types of exercises we do. None of them involve the crunching, so hopefully she'll be able to do those exercises without the stomach pain, and that is what's going to give her more results. 
Yeah, and even like, you know, I mentioned that we were, I was doing push-ups as part of your uh, program. Even a movement like push-up, people don't think of that as an abdominal exercise, but you put your hand on your uh, belly button, you know, during the, uh, when you're just holding the push-up position, you're really using your abs quite a bit. And then the benefit, of course, is you're getting a great upper body workout at the same time. So it's really one of my favorite exercises to do. Um, Jane out in Wisconsin says, besides a modified plank, what is the best beginner ab exercise to get women with little to no abs to successfully understand how to properly fire the abdominal muscles? That's a great question, and here's an interesting answer, is when you're working with your clients, then one of the things to do, and obviously this will be requiring some communication and trust and understanding, is that make sure that you put your hands, or they can put their own hands, touching the muscle that is supposed to be working. And research shows that if you do that, you will get the muscle to fire better than if there was no tactile stimulation, touching stimulation there. So that's one thing that she can do in every exercise that you have her do. In addition to that, you also want to teach her how to brace her abdominals. And the simple instructional tool for that is to brace as if someone's going to punch you in the stomach. So, you know, get her to visualize that, and then she can, you know, touch her abs, and she should be able to feel her abdominals that way. And so she can be doing this while she's doing the plank, while she's doing a modified side plank. Um, those are some basics. Also, I think... You know, she can maybe do uh, kneeling push-ups and you have her uh, touch her abdominals and she should be able to feel that and she should be able to work her abdominals in that. And then anytime she's doing an exercise, almost every exercise should be done with that braced set of abdominals. And so you can just simply remind her to put her hands on that area and all the time just focus on bracing and squeezing. And she will, she should quite quickly increase her ability to um, you know, uh, uh, sorry, recruit the, those muscles, and then she's going to be rocking, and, and you're going to be moving on to more advanced stuff quite quickly. That's awesome. That's a great answer because I know a lot of people can't do a plank properly, and that should help uh, some of the beginners out there who are having a little bit of trouble. Um, Lynn out in uh, Sudbury, not sure where that is, but says, I've been going to the gym, lifting weights, a little bit of cardio, and I was wondering two things. What types of food will increase my chances of building muscle? And number two, how much cardio a day should I do? Okay, so the building muscle is quite simple. I mean, we just want to make sure we're eating whole natural foods and, um, you know, slightly more calories than we need. So I have this little three-step system for fat loss where I tell people to figure out how many calories they're eating now improve their diet by improving their quality of nutrition. So, you know, getting rid of the processed foods. And then if they're still not losing fat on that, then go back and count their calories again on the new diet and then decrease by 10 to 20%. So what we'll do with um, our caller here, or our question here is, you know, we'll go and we'll figure out using fitday.com or calorieking.com how many calories we're consuming right now. Then we'll improve the quality of the diet by making sure we're eating better foods, you know, real natural, whole natural foods. And then if we still aren't gaining muscle, then we'll just increase our calories. We, you know, we'll go back and look at what our calories are now, and then we'll make sure that they're 10 to 20% higher than what they were at the start when we weren't building muscle 
with our calorie intake. So that's what I recommend people do is just it's also great for education and, and learning and figuring out um, you know the calorie numbers in certain foods so that if you go through like a very quick uh, calorie education process as I call it, then what you're going to find is that you'll never have to really struggle with nutrition for the rest of your life because you can know how many calories are in certain foods. So I recommend that you educate yourself as, as much as possible on that type of stuff. As for the cardio, again, I don't use the slow cardio in the program. So what we're using is the interval training. And we can do three sessions of interval training, 20 minutes each. And that has been shown in the research to help uh, women in the program lose belly fat. And in that program, in that research study, the, the amazing thing was that they didn't even change the nutrition. So you hear all the time that you have to change your diet, you have to change your diet. Well, that was like one of the first studies I found where people did training, didn't change their diet, and were able to lose belly fat without changing their diet just by changing their exercise. So that was pretty interesting stuff. And uh, that should help her get maximum results and, and quicker results because I find that when people go from doing cardio to doing interval training, that's when they get the most rapid results by changing up that intensity. So that uh, should help. Very cool. She also had a, uh, another question. It was more about mindset. And I think, you know, it's always good to have at least one question about mindset to help people. Who are having a little bit of trouble getting motivated. And, and she may just need a little bit of support here. But she said, I'm sitting here trying to make a lifestyle change to reach my goal. I try to educate myself with what's healthy and what's not, yet I always find myself doubting what I'm eating is really healthy. I try and keep it as natural as possible, but I often find myself getting discouraged and either not eating or eating whatever is the quickest meal. I guess my question is, how do I change my mindset to continue with a healthy lifestyle? How can I better organize myself to not throw in the towel so quickly? Thank you for your time. Well, I think the very simple thing is, that success comes from planning and preparation. I was, you know, reading some motivational stuff today, and, and there was one guy, this guy Frank McKinney, he's a businessman, but he had a very nice quote, and it said, organization is the key to success. And I think that's something that many people will agree upon and uh, or at least, you know, admit that organization is a very key component to success. And, you know, when it comes to, to nutrition, most stuff is really pretty simple to agree upon. You know, fruits and vegetables are good. You know, some people might argue us that fruits aren't, but I think we can come up with enough research to show that it is. Raw nuts are good, and again, people will argue, but we'll show them the research, and then they'll kind of have to agree. And then, you know, eating organic, grass-fed meat, if you are a person who likes to eat meat, I mean, that's pretty, so that's something that most people can agree upon. Obviously, vegans are going to say that, you know, you don't have to eat meat, or, you know, you shouldn't eat meat, but... Most people are going to agree upon, almost all nutrition people that I know are going to say, yeah, that's a that's an appropriate thing to do, and making sure that you don't eat farmed fish, but you eat wild-caught fish, that's something that almost everyone can agree upon. And then most people are going to agree that, you know, from there, if you want to lose fat, you know, limit your starchy carbohydrates, don't eat too many of them. Um, although I think what I show in the simple nutrition stuff is that you can eat a lot more carbs than you think when you're eating the high-volume high nutrient density, low calorie type of carbohydrate. And, uh, you know, with someone who wants to gain muscle, like our last question, 
then it's going to be okay to eat a little bit more grains and a little bit more starchy carbohydrate. But, I mean, it's very simple. I mean, it doesn't have to be something that causes religious debates, which you know, seems to seems to happen with nutrition all the time. But, uh, you know, for the motivation aspect of it, um, really it comes down to the planning and preparation. And so I always talking about, you know, the Sunday or Saturday being your plan preparation day where you're probably going to spend two hours, but, you know, it's going to be two hours well spent because it will save you three hours during the week by, you know, making the list, planning out what you, you know, you should have a pretty good idea of what you're going to eat at your meals all week long with the exception of maybe a couple of dinners you want to have that are a little bit more free-flowing. But, I mean, you ask anybody who's lean and you say, hey, what are you going to be having for lunch in a couple of weeks from now? And most of them will probably know, you know, generally, they're going to say, I'm going to be having some type of lean protein and and uh, some vegetables and maybe a bit of uh, uh, complex carbohydrate, depending on whether or not, you know, I have that at lunch or I have that at dinner or I have that for breakfast. You know, most people have a very good understanding. Most lean people who are all constantly lean and healthy and, and into fitness can tell you pretty much almost to the exact meal what they're going to be having in three Tuesdays from now. So that's the type of stuff that you have to be conscious of that these people are planning all the time. So, you know, you figure out what you're going to eat generally for the next seven days, and then you go and you buy as much um, of the ingredients that are going to be involved in those meals, and then you wash them and you cut them up when possible, and you prepare the meals if possible, and uh, then you just relax on into the week because you got everything taken care of. Now, you're probably going to have to do a little touch-up maybe Wednesday or Thursday for the rest of the week, but that's about it. I mean, it really comes down to that planning and preparation and that mindset. And again, what I talked about maybe in the last question was that intense two-week nutrition education where you figure out how many calories are in all these foods. Because I, I did something like this when I was 16 and started reading the bodybuilding magazines. You know, I just wrote down a list of, you know, an orange, 60 calories, an apple, 80 to 100 calories, a piece of bread, 75 to 100 calories. And I know this type of stuff, and I never, ever have to go through, you know, a point where I even read labels because I know, okay, well, I'm, I can even, like, just estimate, you know, a piece of meat at a restaurant. A filet comes to me. Okay, I know how many calories is probably going to be in that. And I know how many calories is in a soda, and I know how many calories is in a slice of pizza because I just did that education and that preparation. Again, it'll take you only, like, 7 to 10 to 14 days, and you'll never have to do it again because you'll know it all. And... Combine that with your planning and preparation. You're just going to rock it out. Yeah, that's awesome advice, and and I'm I'm glad uh, we went through that because I know a lot of people have trouble getting started, and they seem to be stuck. And there's a lot of information out there, so it's a great thing um, to do just to get organized first and and stay supported. Keep um, following that some good workouts and nutritional advice like Craig and other people give, and and uh, you'll be on your way, Lynn. Um, Craig, I want to take a, a couple minutes. I alluded at the beginning that you had just released your home abdominal workout DVDs, and I'm, I'm really excited that you put this together because, like I said, most people um, who follow me and, and read my blog and listen to my interviews, they're really looking to get flat stomach and, and lose that belly fat, and I'm really glad that you people have been asking me to put some workouts on DVDs, and I just haven't done it, and I'm so happy that you actually took the time to do this. Could you kind of just go over what's included in the uh, 
home abdominal workouts and what people can expect once they uh, purchase it and what type of the results they may be able to get with it. Yeah, that was pretty much five months of blood, sweat, and tears. That's what you're going to get. You're going to get 19 DVDs of my blood, sweat, and tears because I'll just I'll just tell you a funny story about it. Uh, you know, we filmed this stuff all after 9 o'clock at night. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, we wouldn't even have started filming yet. And, uh, you know, I get up pretty early, and so to film from, like, 9 until midnight, it was really tough. And we did this, you know, maybe a couple hours at a time, and all those workouts are follow-along. So imagine, you know, I'm doing two workouts a night at 9 o'clock at night. It was uh, it was real tough, but we put a lot of work into them, and, and they really turned out great. We got some great royalty-free music, so we're not ripping off anybody's music, but it's good pump-up music. And we go through every workout together. It's really a lot of fun. Really good challenge. We also have uh, two bonus programs in there. So there's, you know, in the Turbulence Training for Abs DVDs, you get beginner, intermediate, and then a 12-week advanced program. But we also put in more beginner programs, my beginner total torso training, which gets a lot of that stuff that I talked about with uh, the question about, you know, how to get the beginner client to feel her abs. So a lot of the exercises there. So we got the beginner total torso training is also done follow-along. And then we also have 15-minute express workouts, beginner and advanced. So there's a lot of beginner stuff in there in addition to the advanced stuff. And all of it's follow-along, so we do it all together. Um, I get Chris Lopez, uh, take him through a couple workouts just because, again, we're filming two or three workouts a night. I literally couldn't do them all. I was I was dying. So I took him through one or two of the workouts in there. And you're going to get fantastic fat-burning results because simply this is my system that's proven to work. You know, you can... Take a look at transformationcontest.com to see the amazing success stories of everyone who's used turbulence training. People have lost up to 33 pounds in 12 weeks. We're having a, a new contest. We'll have new entries up there very soon. And very, this was my most consistent contest where we had three or four guys over 30 pounds and we had five or six women from 12 to 20 pounds in uh, 12 weeks of uh, body fat loss, not to mention they probably lost more body fat. That was just total weight, but, you know, they're going to gain a little bit of lean mass and increase their metabolism with that, and they just look fantastic. And, and it's really it's also this incredible mindset, motivation, and personality change. I mean, you cannot transform your body without transforming your mind and your life. And, um, you know, there's going to be some amazing, amazing changes in you, and there's going to be uh, so much to, to be proud of when you're done. But that's what you're going to get, and, and again, it's a lot of fun. You're going to see me struggle with stuff uh, because the workouts are, you know, some of them are pretty challenging in advance and some of the unique exercises I don't do on a regular basis. So when I was filming them, I was challenged quite a bit too. And uh, then the Simple Nutrition DVD, you're going to get along with that. It's me and my dog in the kitchen showing you all the foods that we eat, and I show you uh, him stealing some of my food there, and it's a lot of fun. Again, just an expanded version of what I try to talk about at the start of the call with how simple our nutrition is, but also so much variety in terms of all the fruits and vegetables and, and uh, whole natural foods that I eat now. And I'll be honest with you, I was a very picky eater as a, as a youngster, and uh, fortunately I've, I've always for some reason liked broccoli, so I've been eating broccoli, you know, I eat it every day now, but when I was a kid I was eating it two or three times per week and some other vegetables, but I didn't like, you know, let foods touch on the plate. That's the way I was when I was a kid. And, uh, you know, I didn't eat salad until I was, like, 21, and I didn't start eating asparagus until I was 25, and I didn't I didn't even eat an avocado until I was 29. And, uh, you know, 
or spinach until I was 29. So, you know, I'm making up for lost time now, maybe, I suppose. But, you know, I'll show you how to, like, incorporate spinach into blender drinks. And trust me, you cannot taste it. So everybody who's uh, who is grossed out by putting spinach into a blender drink, trust me, you won't even know it's there. It does not have any taste to it. So that's one thing you can do to increase your vegetable intake. And uh, so I show you that with the blender drinks in the videos. And, and again, it's, it just shows you that no matter, you know, what your beliefs in nutrition are right now, that they can change, that you can be a better, healthier eater. One of my best, uh, my very best friend and one of my favorite clients, uh, he has gone from, you know, making fish sticks and french fries and drinking over two liters of soda per day when he was 25 to being an even better eater than I am right now. And, I mean, he's, you know, we just talk about how uh, how we're always naturally high. You know, we've got these natural highs from nutrition and exercise. We're always full of energy. He, he'll go and work 16 hours at a hospital, and it doesn't even phase him to work 16 hours at a hospital. Uh, this is compared to when, you know, he was in school. He was he would come home from school, and he would take a nap, and then he would, that would, he would have a pre-nap before a nap, before he would go to bed at night because he was so tired from bad nutrition choices that he was making. But it just shows you that if he can change, if I can change, then you can make a little your nutrition a little bit better as well and you make those baby steps and all of a sudden you're gone from one serving of fruits and vegetables today, per day to three and then to five and then to seven and then to nine and then 11 and uh, then you're trying to improve your nutrition every day. And so that's you know one of the aspects of it that I know you're into and that I'm into as well is just improving your everything that you do on a day-by-day basis with that baby step method but it's just so powerful when you look at it as a constant improvement when you don't uh, think about oh i just want to lose five pounds overnight but you think you know in a year from now imagine if in a year from now you simply were better every day for 365 days imagine how good you would be in a year from now imagine how lean and fit and energetic you would be in a year from now, well, okay, imagine six months from now, you're going to be super awesome if you go 180 days in a row making slightly better improvements, or even in three months, or even in three weeks from now, if you go 21 days in a row by improving your health and nutrition and fitness habits, you're going to be rocking in three in three weeks, let alone in 365 days. So, you know, that's the, the message that we're trying to, to show people, and then the last thing that uh, the other bonus DVD that's in there is is my presentation from the Transformation Domination Live, which um, I think it went over really well. We had some great questions from the audience, and I had a lot of fun doing it. You know, just because I love getting on these calls and, and those presentations and helping people out, and, and you know, my mission I suppose is to deconfuse and decomplexify. That's not a word, but I made it up. Decomplexify and, and simple, you know, simply to simplify things and just, you know, as much as it is simplify, it's really being anti-complexity because there's just so much stuff that can confuse people. And I really want to help people and show them that it is very simple in the end. That you know, really, we're a lot of people are making things too complex and too hard. And so again, if we can help people out and show them that uh, you know, it's not going to take a lot of time and they're going to be able to get great results and have fun doing it, then we're going to get a lot more people on the uh, fitness train. And these DVDs are extremely high quality. Like I said, I've been doing the workouts for the uh, past few days, and even some of these uh, core movements are really getting me sweating. I uh, was doing a workout today, and there were some of these 
there was an exercise I hadn't done before uh, called the prone stick-up. And I'll tell you, just something like that, which is new to me, is really a little bit challenging for me in a good way. You know, you, you need to always find something new or something to challenge you. And, uh, and I was working up a great sweat just doing the core part of the uh, workout today. Um, but, yeah, so you get these um, DVDs as well as Craig has his um, simple nutrition fat loss manual. Everything is written down in really simple rules to follow. There's 15 uh, nutrition rules, and then the home abdominal workouts also come in uh, manual form as well, so you get the manual. And, Craig, you're having a special that ends on this Wednesday at, uh, at midnight, correct? Yeah, it does, yeah. Okay, so it's uh, April uh, the 14th um, at midnight, and the uh, DVDs are $100 off uh, until uh, Wednesday at midnight. And I wanted to add, actually, a couple of my own bonuses uh, if you order today. First, let me give you the link. It's www.theabsexpert.com forward slash TTAB, so just the letter T the letter T, abs. It's www.theabsexpert.com forward slash TTABS. And uh, since the diet is so important, I was going to give you uh, actually one diet-related bonus, which is uh, 12 interviews that I did recently with 12 of the best diet experts in the world uh, called Amazing Abs Diet. That was the teleseminar series. I've got the recordings on MP3 and the written transcripts of all the uh, calls. So you can download those to your iPod or uh, your iPhone and listen to them all and get the written transcripts. Some of you may have that, so I wanted to throw in a couple other bonuses. One's going to be uh, time-sensitive, and then one will be for everybody. The second bonus, which will be for everybody like the diet bonus, is that three months into my quick fat-burning workouts membership site. So for those of you who don't know, I recently launched a uh, membership site with videos of some of my best uh, fat loss and boot camp workouts. And so I want to offer you three months into that membership site. It is also a support community. And then the last bonus, this is actually going to be just for the first 10 people, is going to be a private 30-minute phone call with just myself and you and, uh, you know, the listener, whoever uh, takes advantage of this for the first 10 people. We're just going to sit down and we'll go through any um, specific questions that you have about your own um, fat loss uh, problems, your diet questions, workout questions, anything that you have specific to yourself or if you just need some more motivation and mindset help, just some support. We'll sit down on the phone for 30 minutes, just uh, one-on-one, and uh, get all your questions answered. So it'll be a very private coaching call. Can't do that for everybody that orders, but that'll be just for the first 10 people that order by Wednesday at midnight. And again, the link is www.theabsexpert.com forward slash TTABS. Once you order Craig's uh, home abdominal workout DVDs, send your receipt to my email address at support at amazingabsformula.com. So send your receipt to support at AmazingAbsFormula.com. Let's see if we can get a couple more questions in. Craig, we got Raymond. 
Raymond Ho, who asked me a question from Facebook. I like Raymond because he uh, follows, I know you and uh, me a lot, Craig. He uh, says, having reached a low body fat, say around 8 to 10%, what are the best types of exercises to make your abs more pronounced, or do you just try and continue to lower your body fat more? Well, at 8 to 10%, I mean, I was having a conversation with my friend Brad Peelon about this today, and... In my kind of famous photo, I'm only 10% body fat. And a lot of people say, oh, I thought you were like 6% body fat. I mean, most people kind of underestimate how much body fat they really have, even when they're getting lean. So at 10% body fat, you should be able to really see your abdominals. And, uh, if, you know, if you're a guy, if you don't, if you really are 10% body fat, you can't see your abdominals, you really need to put more muscle on in general. And so I would probably switch to a muscle-building program. And, uh, you know, from there, if you take a look at the abdominal exercises that I use, then that will help you uh, put some size on your abdominals. And really, they're very thin muscles, so it's very difficult to hypertrophy your, uh, your abdominal muscles that much. But stability ball rollout would be one because of the eccentric stretch. That's going to put a lot of muscle damage on the um, muscle uh, rectus abdominis and and result in an increase in muscle size. The chin up, knee up, the uh, hanging leg raise, that exercise, the jackknife a little bit, um, but those are the ones that are really going to make the big difference there in the size of the abdominals. But again, it's not something that is really going to hypertrophy a lot on its own, grow a lot on its own. Uh, you, you know, more it's going to be about making sure that you do have the body fat down to 10%, and then you really should be able to see your abs quite well. Very cool. Mike in Orlando, he uh, just uh, just asked a question here, and he followed some of your advice, Craig. He says, Craig, I follow a daily uh, carb, protein, and fat ratio that you recommended on a past interview in which you recommend carb and protein ratios equal to your goal weight. It has helped a lot. However, given the amount of fruits and veggies I eat every day, I normally go well over on carbs, even though all my carbs are from fruits and veggies. Should I try and cut back on the fruits and vegetables to bring the carbs back in line with my goal weight number? I train one to two hours, six times a week. By the way, I did uh, just complete in my first triathlon at age 39 and wanted to say thanks for all of your help you have given to me to get me ready to compete in an event of this level. Keep up the good work. Well, very cool. That's excellent to hear. Um, now, if he's training that much, it, it's kind of hard to understand how he could eat too many fruits and vegetables because, again, they're, they're pretty low in calories. So that's the type of thing that we really need to, like, see the actual diet. But um, is, is that pretty much the only concern? It sounds like things are going pretty well with uh, that. Did he mention body fat levels? Did he want to change or anything? No, he didn't, Craig. And that was – I was kind of curious about that. He just um – seems to be that he has a set number of carbs that he thinks he might need to stick to, and he's going over that with the fruits and vegetables, but it doesn't say that he's not getting the results that he wants. I think, I mean, especially with that type of training, that those numbers may not necessarily apply to his type of training. I mean, those are really for fat loss and not for fat loss plus endurance athlete training. Um, things do change with Fat Loss and Endurance Athlete Training. Now, a great book that he should check out is called The Thrive Diet 
by a guy named Brendan Brazier, and and I was uh, recommended this book many times, but no, I didn't think it was going to be that good. But it turned out to be probably one of the most important nutrition books that anybody on this call can read, simply because it you know it expands on the simple nutrition philosophy. Um, it is a vegetarian book, so you know certainly you can uh, change your mind about whether or not you want to eat meat, or you can add meat to his plan. But really, it just shows you the incredible amount of variety and uh, the fruits and all the fruits and vegetables that are out there and all that type of stuff that you can eat. And it just shows, uh, as obviously, an endurance athlete's take on it as well. So, you know, how to have maximum energy. And it just, again, you go through that book and you go, like, I've never heard of half of these fruits and vegetables. And it just shows you how many other things are out there. So if you think it's just apples, oranges, and bananas, Clearly not. It's not just you know broccoli and spinach. There's so much out there. Um, easy for me to say when I live in a city that has all these uh, grocery stores and uh, farmers markets and Asian markets and all that type of stuff. But I think even in smaller cities, you should be able to find a lot of the new stuff that is not necessarily going to be um, you know known to you right now. But it's a great book, The Thrive Diet, and I highly recommend it. Cool. And uh, Mike just followed up because he's listening, and he just said, "Perfect. Thanks, guys. I'm reading the Thrive Diet currently. You guys, oh rock. great, yeah, yeah nice. it's a really great book. Very cool. Let me try to get to uh, two more quick ones, uh, Craig. Uh, Ryan out in Toronto said, and this is one of those kind of the maybe a myth type of question here: Is morning cardio on an empty stomach much more efficient at fat burning than cardio after weight? No, not at all. I mean, really, that's kind of like, you know, you've got six in one hand, you've got a half dozen in the other. So what really comes down to is the intensity of your training and your diet. And, you know, something like whether or not you do cardio on an empty stomach, to me, makes absolutely no difference. I don't know too many guys uh, in our peer group who, who think that it's important at all. And, um, you know, there's a lot of smart cookies and bodybuilders and guys with low body fat. So really... But on the other hand, I'm not, you know, if you want to do that, that's fine. But uh, what I would recommend is that everyone on the call is that you treat your body like a, a science experiment and you record what happens when you change the variables. You record what happens when you eat a certain food. Um, you know, if you go to to um, Applebee's at lunch and you eat five slices of bread and you're tired at 2 o'clock, you've got to be able to make that type of connection. And if you train in the morning at six o'clock without having eaten breakfast, you need to be able to, to realize after three weeks, is this making a difference? Is this significantly increasing my fat loss? If it is, then I'll stick with it. If it's not, then clearly it's not working for me. So, you know, in my opinion, it's not going to be beneficial or, you know, essential, anything to worry about. But again, it's really going to depend on his body's science experiment that he does. And I highly recommend that everyone on the call, you know, you Certainly, certainly should listen to me. I won't uh, disagree with that, but you certainly should also try out a whole bunch of stuff and make sure that you're doing everything and giving it a fair shot and uh, everything that's safe, of course. If you're worried about something that might not be safe, then, then uh, ask a professional. But if you want to try out stuff, there's certainly no harm in doing it. I would give stuff you know, a three-week trial to make sure that uh, it does or doesn't work for you, and I wouldn't change too many things at once um, You know, if you're able to just, you know, Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna change my cardio and then change my weight program and then change my diet drastically all at once and then say that you know one of them doesn't work because it's 
you know, not a good science experiment. So that's what I'd recommend in the end. Well, let's wrap up with this, Craig. It's from Jeannie, and I get this uh, question fairly often. It says, Scott, it seems you have interviews with several different individuals with different programs, like Craig, Jason, Joel, et cetera. How do I know which program is best for me? I believe that there's a program that works for the right person if matched up properly. How do I know if this program is the one for me? Uh, and then he um, just concluded that I have tightness and pain in one hip that makes it difficult to do some exercises. Thank you. So I get this a lot, Craig, and you might too. People are confused about because there's, you know, other good programs out there, and they're trying to figure out which one is uh, right for them. Well, that's a great question. It's a great mindset, though, as well, and in, in that understanding. I always say that, you know, there's a lot of diets out there, and I'm a person who actually believes a lot of diets work simply because it's matching your personality and schedule to the diet. So, you know, we talked about before, it doesn't have to be six meals per day if that's, you know, if you're forcing that on your um, on your lifestyle, you can't do that. And may, so maybe a simpler approach is better for you. Now, you know, what I'd highly recommend that people do to understand if turbulence training is for them is to simply go to youtube.com forward slash CB Athletics and, you know, take a look at all the videos. I mean, I'm up to like 180 videos there. You'll get a pretty good idea pretty quickly whether or not I'm for you or not because that's, you know, that's a pretty good representation of me and my workouts. Um, although, the ones on the DVDs are follow-along compared to the ones on YouTube, which are just demonstrations. Uh, as with, you know, the other guys, there's so much free stuff out there from almost everyone, I think, that, uh, you know, if it's, you know, Vince Domani has a YouTube channel. Uh, John Romanello has his blog at RomanFitnessSystems.com. Joel's got his blog. So I think there's enough free stuff out there from all the guys that everyone can get a pretty good idea, um, you know, by going through the free stuff and saying, whether or not this is the right fit. And, uh, you know, so go through all the free stuff from everybody, and that should be enough for you to, to figure out whether or not the personality suits you, the schedule suits you, the lifestyle suits you. And really from then on, there's not there's not a whole bunch of major differences. Certainly John's got a little bit different style than I do, and, you know, there's certain exercises I do that John doesn't do and John does that I don't do. And, uh you know, him and I are pretty close. Vince and I are, are a little bit more different. Um, so, you know, again, with all the free stuff, you should be able to get a pretty good idea whether or not the person's basic philosophy is right for you. And I just wanted to add to that. Um, that was a good answer. I just wanted to add to that. You know, those of you who have been following me, um, probably which are most everybody who are listening to this, if you came from my Facebook page or my email list, Craig and I share very similar philosophies in workouts as far as the intensity level, the structure, doing supersets, doing workouts that you can do anywhere. That's something that I really um, based my workouts on or workouts you could do anywhere. It doesn't matter if you're traveling, if you're outside, if you're in a gym, if you're in home, and Craig's workouts, um, for the most part, you could do these anywhere that you want. The difference is what he's released this week, um, his home abdominal workouts, is they are in DVD form, which not many people have their workouts on DVDs, and they're follow along. What that means is it's like he's your personal trainer in there in, in your home doing the workouts with you. He tells you what, you know, um, gives you guidelines as far as what weight you should use. Um, you see exactly how to do each movement 
because he's doing the movements with you. Um, he takes rest breaks with you. He gives you guidance on what to do um, during your exercises, like how you should breathe, how you should draw on your belly button, things like that. So this is a very comprehensive program. So that's what makes this program different as far as what you get. The workouts, very similar to my philosophy of working out, and the nutrition guide that you get along with this, very similar to my philosophies on nutrition. The thing that Craig has done, he's actually put it into a whole manual. So everything that I believe in is pretty much found in here, and what he's gone, gone, gone and done is put it in an actual physical manual, and the workouts, besides being on DVD, are in an actual physical manual as well. Um, so that's how, while the workouts may be similar to mine and some of the other folks, uh, it's in a different format and it's follow along. So it's basically the closest thing you can have to having a trainer come to your home without shelling out like 100 bucks or 150 bucks an hour for a trainer to come to your home. Um, so just wanted to add that, but that was a great question and I can understand the, confusion that um, some people have on the types of programs that are out there and trying to figure out what's best for you. Pretty much just, you know, try to do what Craig suggests and go through some of the free workouts that we have on YouTube and our blogs. And and just so you know, like, we get probably dozens of other requests for promoting other people's products and workouts that we turn down because we don't believe in them. So we, you're going to get high quality no matter um, who you end up going with. It's just a matter of your personality that you want and if you want the DVDs and follow-along workouts and things like that. So, cool. Let me give out the um, link one more time where you can order Craig's uh, abs DVD. Uh, if you go to this link, you'll get all the bonuses that I uh, offer, www.theabsexpert.com theabsexpert.com forward slash uh, ttabs, so theabsexpert.com forward slash ttabs. The first 10, get a private 30-minute phone call with me, but this is going to be a one-on-one call where we're going to go over anything specific that you have, um, problems that you may be having with your own diet or workouts, where I'm going to help you as best as possible. And then everybody who orders through that link, um, by Wednesday at midnight, this is April 14th, you're going to get a copy of Amazing Abs Diet, my teleseminar series. That's 12 audio interviews in MP3 downloadable format, as well as the written transcripts. And you get three months into my brand-new Quick Fat Burning Workouts membership site. So you're going to get a few more uh, workout videos. These are online videos. Those aren't DVDs. So my membership site. These are online videos that you're going to view on your computer. Awesome. Great stuff, Greg. I wanted to thank you for uh, joining me in this uh, for the last hour. This is great information, and we got through as many questions as we could, so I appreciate your time. Happy to help. Yeah, everybody listening, I wanted to thank you so much. I'm sorry we didn't get to all the questions. We got through most of them, and hopefully Craig's answers uh, answered some of these other questions that we didn't get to, and I'm sure I'll be interviewing Craig down the road sometime. And follow Craig on uh, Facebook, uh, Craig Bonstein or Turbulence Training, as well as myself, and you can always ask your question there, and we'll do our best to answer them.
So thanks, everybody, for listening, and uh, have a great night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, everybody.